0: Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem continuing Simon Sadi Hey Siv Dalid, share number 242. Once again, Simon Sadi Hey Siv Dalid, when the Chavar tells us, Toiv l'chavin raglov, gam b'sha, sho'y kedusha, im shlich tzibor. It's appropriate to also put your feet together when you say kedusha with the Chazan. So, the... Shulchan Aruch told us in Sif Alif that when we die in Shemone Esrei, we have to have our feet together. Because we are to be like Malachim. Malachim are, are Regle yishara, The Reglehem are one leg. So we want to stand in Shemone Esrei with one with like one leg. And we want to stand in Kiddusha When we say Kodush, 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 we also want to stand with one leg. You don't want our feet spread apart. Says the Mishnah Bru and the Ban on the page, turning to the next page. What's the reason why you want to put our feet together? And the reason is because we want to say the same way the Malachim and Shemayim. sanctify your name so too, the same way they can't sanctify your name up there in heaven, we want to do it down here the same way. What is that way? That is with our feet together. Ragleim Regel, Yisharo. Now I ask you a question. And the question is, where, at what point in time is Kedusha over? In other words, after you hear, Yimleich Hashem Leilun Red, is that a time to take your feet apart? Is that a time? So we have one opinion that says No. Does everyone agree? Disagree? Sometimes the middle of the point, I don't know how that is. So, what's the answer? The answer is? The answer is, like my 10th career rabbi would say, machlaikas. Okay? That's the answer. Now, let, let's clarify. The Shever Halevi explains that for those that dava a Nusach Ashkenaz, and they say in the Nusach Ashkenaz at the end, L'dor vador, so it's like a hemshich, like a continuation of what, of the kedusha. So he suggests shumamish mi ain't si makedusha. It's like a continuation of the kedusha of kadosh 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 baruch kavod, right? Yimloich and n- l'dor vador. That's by those that davenosch Ashkenaz. So therefore, he suggests by Nosch Ashkenaz, you should definitely keep your feet together until after Ludorvador. Okay. Now, he brings also over here from the Dirish note from Eshalom Zaman as well that one should try to keep his feet together by that also. The, there could be room by Nusach Sfarad who they start saying Atah Kodesh right away so maybe not to keep your feet together until the end of that bracha. We have another question to discuss. Another question is what about on and Yom Kippur? On and Yom Kippur, by the time you say Kedushah, by Chazor Shatz, it's a long time. To keep your feet together like that, that's not so easy. Now, the Chazan's doing it, he's davening, but everybody else, to stand like that, and the truth is, there is a leniency on Hashanah and Yom Kippur, because there's a lot of other feelers that we say, before we get to Kedusha that, that uh, sufficient maspik, lamoid id ad once you finish the Kedushah, that's it. Because the Brach the, HaMelech HaKadosh is much further down. Right? It's much further down. So once the Kedushah of Rosh Hashanah and is over, then there's room to already take your feet apart. Okay. We now begin to new simin On the top of the page, where he says, Once again, these halachas of, of tefillah right now that we're learning of davening, if there's one theme, the theme that we're being banging at again and again is kavana, kavana, kavana. What can and should we do to enhance our concentration in davening? And he says, Keshu Hu Mispalel. When a person is coming to daven, Kesu Mispalel Lo be Yodoi Tefillin. You should not be holding anything else besides the sitter, and that's it. Don't hold your Tefillin Lo Hakoydish. Don't hold svarim. We're talking Damish now. Don't hold a full platter or plate of anything. Don't hold any knives. Okay? Or money. Or any breads or baskets or food and things like this. Why? Don't hold your cell phone. Oh, look okay, at that. doesn't say it also, but it makes sense, right? Okay? Okay? I want to tell you something. I know there is is there there is some benefit to diving with the sitter on the phone. I know that. I. I Benching with the of uh, there's benefit. It's right there in the text. You don't have to like don't, uh, remember to say It's right. There. But I want to tell you something. I've never been to a shul that I ran out of Siddurah. OK, I'm not saying it can't happen. Mm-hmm. If you if you have the phone out, there's possibility of distractions. Even if you put it on the silent mode, a, even if you put it on the silent mode, there's a possibility. There's also a surah. Tsura means the way it looks. Mm-hmm to hold the sitter in your hand. I'm going to interrupt myself for a second and tell you a quick story. I had a meter man came to my house to fix, uh, update the meter in my basement years ago. And he came out, he was walking up the steps before me. He goes into the dining room and lets out a shout, Whoa! And I'm like, Oh no, great. Did he see a mouse? That's it. Have <laughs> so I come in. Everything okay? So he says to me, I, 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 I go to houses all the time. I don't see anything like this. I'm like, what, what, what do you see? He says, all these books around. <laughs> so he's commenting on my svarim. He, he, he let out a scream. He let out a scream. He says, to, he says oh, in a few years you won't have any of those. That's not true because by Yiddin we're men of the book. We live by the book. And, and let's hold this safe of the sitter in our hands when we dive in. Okay, back inside over here. We don't want to hold any of these other items, because we're concerned they might fall. The new I-12, 13, whatever number they're up to, you don't want it to fall. battle And you'll get confused and you won't have proper kavano. Now, an exception to this rule is what? So he says, on the day of Sukkis, that's when you have the mitzvah. You are permitted to hold in your hand. Holding the lulav. It is a mitzvah. You're not going to be uh, confused and have lack of concentration when you're holding your lulav. Okay. That's the Aleph To summarize, to Aleph is don't hold anything that you don't need besides your sitter. Anything else is a distraction. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of the page, Sif Khatan Aleph, Keshuma Spal, but Prima Godim Duad Din the same halach applies not just <coughs> by Shmain Esray, but also by Kriashma and Suki the Zimra. You know, just like by when you're at the little children in school and they have the little something on the desk, the teacher says, put it away. Because why? Because it could distract him, he's not concentrating. Same thing here. We're here to focus on it with Hashem. That's it. That's the only thing we're focusing on. So get rid of everything else. The whole entire davening. Now what happens a person? He did daven while he was holding something he was not supposed to. He did. Does he have to daven again? No. The answer is no. Why? Because we're not saying not fulfilling your obligation of davening. We're saying we want you to have proper kavana. So how do you have proper kavana? have yeah, proper kavana. We lost. We're saying that when a person is davening, he's not going to have to repeat his davening if he daven's holding something, because the purpose once again is to make sure you have kavana. If you did hold something when you weren't supposed to, you're not penalized. You have to repeat your davening. You just might not have had kavana, which is not appropriate. You may have, but but if you did the wrong, if he did the wrong thing, the question is, even if you had kavana, if he did the wrong thing, does he have to repeat his davening? So even if you had kavana, but the halacha was, don't do the wrong thing, right? So we're saying even if you did or didn't, you don't have to go back and repeat your davening. You don't, repeat, you don't have to repeat the so Shmon There's sh- a presumption. Sif kot in base, which not only thing you said do, you should, you ain't sorry, lach is palo, im loy unless you de'ya she'al i'deizeh loy kiven in Unless you know for sure you did not have kavana in the first Baruch HaShmon If you know for sure you did not have kavana in the first Baruch HaShmon then you have not fulfilled your obligation. You have not davened Shmon And then from the letter of the law, you would have to go back and repeat Shmon mm-hmm. Now, whether or not you should go back is a different story. We'll, we'll get to that another time. <clears throat> he says further, Now, it's interesting because he says that the Chazan is permitted to hold the sevet Torah in his arms when he recites, Now, that's not Arminic. That's why you look at me like that, right? I wish I had a picture of this. <laughs> like, who, who holds the the Torah? The the no one's holding the Savior Torah. Only the person who's sitting on Hagbah. Right. He's holding the Savior Torah. During mm-hmm. your Kampurkan. Apparently, I would just suggest maybe they had a Minuk. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had a Minuk to recite your Kampurkan and the Chazim would be holding it at the same time. Perhaps that's what it's referring to. Is yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, why say Ashri also? Like, why? You know, we don't do that, right? So that's what I'm saying. Maybe he had such a. Uh, such a, a minute like this. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. What, what's what's the intention when you dive in your To dive in for those, you're diving for those who learn Taira. Mm-hmm. You're diving for those who are isik in Taira. So therefore, So in other words, you're holding the Seviot Taira for those who have such a minute when they recite you and they're holding it to focus on the tefillah that I am davening for the success of those who learn tayrah. That's why I'm holding the tefillah. That's what they used to do. Yeah, so you're, you're focusing on it rather but you're, than it being a distraction. Exactly. That's exactly the beautiful way that the, the, the Mishra was explained. It's not a distraction. Like, oh, I have to hold the seve tayrah. No. It's it's a focus on the tefillah. And and like your mechazek, you're you're having more kavana because you're holding the seve tefillah. That's why it's not a problem. He says it's just like by Lulav just like by Lulav On Sukis, so too which is the minute we do of holding the savatayer when this when when you have the 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 new month, the chazan gets up, he holds the savatayer and and that's the, that's how it works. <coughs> Similarly, we find also by Haishanus on HaShana Rabbah or on on um, <clears throat> Sukkis when we do a shanis, so we take out the sevitoyro and they hold it by the bima, and that's all a chelik of the tfila, It's not a distraction. Sivkot and Gimel, we should not hold a safer anything else besides the sitter at hand. Who then call us farm Shalom so to any of our farm as well. If we're davening, presumption is if we have anything else we will have a lack of Kavana. I once saw a person, one of these like brilliant, brilliant people. He was learning Mishness of Aaron, of Aaron that sells Sefer on, on the Gemara. <clears throat> His commentary on Gemara and Shas, <clears throat> he's had that Sefer open while he's reciting Shema. I just thought something's a little off with that. <laughs> now, he is one of these brilliant minds that they, they could do a lot but the truth is, that's a time. He wasn't holding it. <laughs> he, was, he was looking inside of it. Ace. lakol. <laughs> is a time for everything as Shalom tells us. There's a time to learn. There's a time to daven. And when, the time, when you say Krishna, I believe it's a time to daven. Don't hold a plate of an item. You're concerned. You shouldn't drop anything. Don't hold a knife you don't want it to drop on your leg, you don't want to hold money during davening that it shouldn't uh, scatter around if you drop it as well. Even if it's bound together, that there's no concern that it might get scattered around, there's still a concern that uh, you'll be thinking about the money that should not get lost. Unless you hold them in the way that there's no concern that they will get lost. There is no problem taking out a little pushka money, you know, money from your pocket, from your wallet, and and during a, a time when you want to get, put some in the pushka, you take it out. You, you know, obviously you don't want to lose that money. I've seen people drop it right there. <laughs> what as they're about to put it? In. And then it's a, oh, it's all balagan. It's yeah, a it's all balagan. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to be careful. Of this maybe we do some practice, you know. So, uh, but during some time during davening, the truth is it's best to put the money in the pushka before davening. And we learned this by the tilimshir, and we said, saw it not too long ago over here in the Mishtenbrurishir as well. The reason for this is because when you start your davening and you give tzaka, so Hashem says as follows, you're giving tzaka to help someone else. Mida kinegin mida. You want to help someone else? I'm going to help you. I'm going to answer your tevilahs. The earth scroll has a place in, in, we did see brought down yeah. the article got it from here that uh, from the Mishnah Ruru that is appropriate way it says by by by, by David over there right. yeah. to to give also at that point in time yeah. but you have to practice to get it inside the pushka. <laughs> uh, we, while we're on this topic, I, I did mention that, I believe maybe last week or the week before. Sometimes we don't realize we th- we think we're doing something positive, but the person going around with the pushka during chazars shots He's banging out the the sound of the Chazan. We can't hear the Chazan. We only try to drown out the sound on Purim when we say Haman. Not when we're saying, Bore Chaleinu Hashem Lekeinu, right? It's, it's, we have to realize what we're doing here. Okay. He says further, says the Beke Yosef, the Chidaz says, So I, I'm going to translate the words. That are so obvious. But it has to be said. The great Berke Yosef. The Chidah tells us. That it is forbidden. Aser. Forbidden. To put the child. The baby in front of you. Bishas time of Davening. Unfortunately. I witnessed. A little baby. You know, when I say little. I'm saying the baby couldn't even sit up by himself. Was brought to shul. And passed around during Kabbalah Shabbos. And people were pinching the cute baby's cheeks. Let me ask you a question. How much Kavanah do you think they had during that time? Okay. <laughs> How much? Do you think they had any Kavanah? So one would say, oh, well, it's only Kabbalah Shabbos. Well, they didn't take. First of all, that's not appropriate either. Second of all, do you think they took the baby out during Maariv? Okay. Like, Asa called. I love babies. We should have more babies in Kali Israel. But not in Shul. Not in Shul. Okay, Hey, don't hold the money or the you don't want to hold something that's going to get ruined if it falls because then you can be constrained on the item that it shouldn't fall. So I'm not really clear on what he means by this because he's been telling us the past uh, 10 minutes here, don't hold anything besides your sitter. Now he tells us that if it's a different item that if it falls it doesn't get ruined, that apparently you could hold. So I don't know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what he means by that. Because now he tells us, really, you shouldn't hold anything. So it doesn't mean you should really be hold the items that if they fall, they won't get ruined. At the end of the day, don't hold anything. That's not your sitter. What's the reason? Because you're concentrating on that item. The question is like this In the old days, where was a shul built? The shul was built out in the field. Mm-hmm. And the concern is, what happens if it's not so safe? And you want to hold someone else's tefillin or something like this, or a safe you're concerned they might get stolen. The rule, it could be says in that case you're permitted to hold it you're holding it you're not focusing on it but but you, you're also protecting it it could be also that if you don't hold it your mind will be thinking about it so much you definitely won't have any kavana mm-hmm. you're concerned that it might get stolen okay he says over here in Zayin so Here is a case I present in front of you now. You're davening Shemona Esrei. And all of a sudden you hear a bang. And it distracts you. So your eyes look to your right and you notice a sefer, a chumish, just fell on the floor. Do you go and pick up that sefer? Or do you continue davening Shemona Esrei? What should you do? And the answer is, you should not go pick up the sefer. You're davening Shemona Esrei. You should not pick it up. Now, if you can't concentrate, it's just bothering you too much. You're allowed to go pick it up. But but you shouldn't. Okay? You shouldn't. You know, I just want to share with you a quick Mice. One Mice and one one uh, quick Mice joke. There was one person commenting at the Kavana that someone else was having. Oh, he has the greatest Kavana. He, no. he says, No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Watch this. I'm going to go pinch him. So he pinches him the middle of the way. he doesn't move. The other person says, you didn't do it right. And he pinches him again. So after he's the he says, yeah, you see, you, you didn't have such good kavana." He says, I didn't feel it the first time. What do you mean? He obviously felt it the first time. He's commenting he didn't feel it the first time, right? Okay. Now, there was a Misa in the times of one of the kings with a person, when I say kings, going back in the Midrashim time. And the Maizah was that a person who was from the Davidic dynasty, he was a descendant of David Melech, and he was standing in front of a king. And while he was standing in front of that king, a fly landed on his forehead. You ever have a fly land on your forehead? What do you do when the fly lands on your forehead? You shoo it away. This person did not flinch. He did not move. He did not pick up his arm to shoo the fly away. The melech, and, and you see perspiration is dripping down his forehead. And there was this, this uh, the discomfort was building. And he didn't move. The king was so impressed. And he says to him, how can you do this? How can you not shoo the fly away? And he said as follows, there's a true And it's brought down by Rabbi Kiel Halpern in the Sefer, Hadiris. and he says, because I am a descendant of David the Melech, and when the person is in front of a king, you don't do anything. You focus on the king and only the king. That Melech, that king, was so impressed he minted a coin in the image of a fly in honor of this person that he didn't move when the fly was on his forehead. That is how we're supposed to be a savior falls on the floor we're not supposed to hear it we're not supposed to feel it the pinch and this and that that's the focus we're supposed to try to have he says over here that if it did fall then you are allowed to pick it up if you cannot continue concentrating on your after you finish the bracha that you're holding in but if you don't need to then don't stop even more so, don't wink to anybody, don't wave to anybody. You're diving to Hashem. That's it. Let's see you're diving Shemines. I was once diving. It wasn't Shemines. It was Asherai. We're diving Mincha. And the person behind me, I hear this, I hear the following so here's a friend of mine I turn around and look at him I'm thinking like everything okay? what are you doing? So I, I just, you know. so he tells me after the evening, he says he, he forgot the words so what do you think you should do? you open the sitter and you look inside so this is I show you. So he he didn't want to open the sitter he's just trying to like jog his memory so what happens if You don't have a sitter in front of you. And and you just you can't get the words out. You you they just they're not flowing and you're stuck. Can you take your feet apart, walk over to the shelf, and take out a sitter? And he says, Yes, you can, you're allowed to do so because this will enhance your kavana. The question is to whether or not you're allowed to go back to the place where you were in the first place, so that the place will say as follows if you will have kavana where you left off, where, where, excuse me, where you are now, in the new place, then don't go back to the first place. Because you have Kavana where you are. But if not, just as long as you don't disturb everybody else, you are allowed to go back to the place where you came from. Says You are permitted, of course, to hold your machzer, your sitter, just like you're allowed to hold your your Lulov, as we discussed numerous times, says the Mishra uh, Sifkat Khn Ches. we actually have to see the Ramah on this before we see the Mishru Listen to this. He says, if you didn't have it, isn't sound the total opposite of what we just mentioned. If you didn't have it in your hand before you started diving, don't go during davening to go get it. Well let's let's explain. Unless it's in a set place where you know you could go get it. Not like you have to go around looking around the whole entire shul for a sitter. You know exactly where the sitter is in the shul and then you could go get it. So the Ramah is saying if you can't continue davening your Asr you need a sitter and you know where the Siddurim are. Sometimes you walk into a shul and there as soon as you walk in, that's at the Sometimes Somebody's walking into the shul and they're not there. You don't know where they are. And you start davening and it's not your shul. So he says, in that case, are you going to walk around the whole entire shelf bookcase? <laughs> <laughs> Even in the middle es, you could go get it. <laughs> from the sitter, says the mishra sifkod and ches. He says, because <laughs> because it's going to ruin your kavana. You just have to try to refocus yourself in. In, um, in the situation, to know it by heart. The Taz tells us like this. Let's say it's Rosh Chilish. So, what do we add in Rosh Chodesh? Let's say it's it's uh, uh, any type of atoch and antonu mitzuy Shabbos, and yet to say atoch and antonu mitzuy Shabbos, he says. Don't start flipping around and start searching for things during your Shmoneh Esrei. Do this all before you start davening. You ever go and listen to a speech and you see somebody he was speaking in front of ten people, a hundred people, five hundred people, and and as he's talking, he's flipping through his papers, and you're wondering like, like uh, shouldn't he have done that beforehand. He gets up there, it doesn't look right. We're standing in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Melech Malchih Amlochim. So when you start Hashem, so I say, that's not the time already to start flipping around. Oh, it's Muslim for Rosh Chodesh. Let me find the place now. Flipping back and forth and forth. And do this all before you start the estray. That's what the Taz is telling us. In this generation, we have these sticky notes. You can put in there. You can put your tissue in there, a clean tissue, right? Especially if it's not your sitter, don't put a dirty tissue in there. Rav Miller Zatzal, he would put his key in the spot to have proper kavana. And he brings again from the Berkie Yosef, on the fast that you add anenu, that they would make a rush make some type of sign before they start davening. Got it right? Okay. He asked a question a couple of days ago. What should one do during the Chazan's repetition during Chazaras Shatz? And the Mishnah Brura brings here from the Akhrenim, and he tells us exactly what you should be doing. He says, Shia The siddur should be open in front of you, so you can follow along, listen to what the Khazn is saying and to answer or main properly to the proper Bracha.